Welcome back, everybody. We have not spoken to you since our last inclusivity episode on November 5th. And since then, a lot has gone down. Adriana and I finished our final season. We finished first semester of college. Wow. (laughs) And we have a lot to share with you today. So today's just going to be kind of, it's like a therapy session for us and advice and warning to those going into university soon. And hopefully if you are also in first year, you can bond over some of the things that we have encountered. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. Yeah. So just disclaimer, we haven't released a December 5th podcast because of how disrupting final season was <laughs> to us. Disrupting is one way to put it. <laughs> um so i hope you understand and you'll understand once you enter university but we're so happy to be more mildly reflect mildly refreshed (laughs) after this two-week break um to just break down what we thought about last term but also give some insight on like what we think about next term Mm -hmm. um so so. now we're gonna just just to get things going we're gonna bring up five words um, each to to reflect on what our first semester was like. Adriana, let's let's see the five words that represent your first semester. Um, I was kind of thinking, like, should I do like five different words? But I was like, the one question that was always in my head was like, how to solve this problem? How to solve <laughs> this problem is five words. Anyways, day and every single week of this past term has just been me like thinking. Like, oh, how do I solve this problem? There's this problem. Like, there's a lot of problem sets. And I guess that was just probably the most reoccurring thought in my brain. So that's why I chose those five words. How about you? Okay, I think after a lot of brainstorming, I think my five words are spontaneous, fun, stressful, exciting, and new. I chose those that combination of words because... I think that a lot of things were thrown at me this semester that I didn't exactly anticipate. And the way that I reacted to a lot of these stressful scenarios was in a more positive attitude than I've ever reacted before. So there were a few times in a few classes I was worried about pretty low grades I had gotten or I got hit with a sickness I wasn't anticipating. But I think that throughout all of that, I've been able to have fun and surround myself with good people. Um, take spontaneous trips when I needed a mental health break, stuff like that. So I think that this experience for me, this semester was less of a academic experience for me and more of a life experience, whereas I think for Adrienne, it was more of an academic experience um, that definitely needs to change second semester when my classes are a lot harder and not just recap of high school stuff. Um, but yeah, that, that's been my first semester. Yeah, and we didn't tell you because uh, Marina actually flew back to Waterloo and we had like a little meetup. And yeah, like, I definitely. Oh, I cried. <laughs> yeah, no, but it was it was really awesome just seeing how Marina kind of just like matured as a person. Um, like, I remember like when she like just left at the end of what it was like June and comparing it to her like in November when we met, like, I could just tell she just kind of grew as a person. And I think that's like, a better accomplishment than like I don't know grades or whatever right I think the only reason why I kind of focused on grades was because I don't know just living at home wasn't as interesting 
um, and I didn't have those opportunities to like get out of my comfort zone as much. Um, but yeah, like I definitely resonate with the next term thing being like no high school review because I'm looking at my courses and they don't look pleasing. <laughs> <laughs> they are not pleasing at all. Yeah. And it was really fun. I, I completely forgot about the visit. Yeah, it was at the end of November. And I even brought one of my friends back from Berkeley and it was so fun. I like my two worlds collided. It was so fun. Yeah. But yeah. Now we're going to talk about our biggest, one biggest unanticipated hurdle that we faced. Idwap, would you like? Um, I would just say like the change of pace Um, in high school. Like, yeah, you have four courses and sometimes it can get difficult. But like here it was six courses and I didn't know how to handle it first two months. Um, I really burnt myself out. Like, like I didn't know how to find time for myself, like actually rest or like take a breather for an hour because I was always thinking about school or like what I would get done next. And then I only realized how much of a toll that put on my body when I have this like had this winter break and it only took until like now to fully like recover from just like, like I, like everyone said that, you know, engineering or university was hard, but I didn't know it was actually going to be that much workload. Um, Going into this next term, I definitely feel more confident about how to not be too perfectionist at everything because it's impossible. You just have to kind of like get by and be a lot more smart with like how you study and stuff. That was really general. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I definitely and see the issue with like people not knowing how to take breaks for themselves because in college there's a lot of like white space where it feels like you're not doing anything but when you like think back at it you're like thinking the whole time about this one project whether you were working on it or not like not actually removing yourself from academics for a little bit completely even if you're not working you don't have your computer around me you don't have your phone around you just sitting there thinking about work is like just as stressful as actually sitting there and doing it so it's really important to find ways to just genuinely give yourself a break like go out and do something don't even let yourself think about work for one second and that's the only when you will feel that you're taking a break and I think that that's what um I struggled with at first but uh I was I surrounded myself with a lot of people that like they're they're genuinely just like there to have fun obviously they're there to learn too like it's it's Berkeley no one goes to Berkeley not excited to learn but like I think that surrounding yourself with people that want to enjoy their time in college not just there for academics is really important but again finding that balance of knowing when to remove yourself from fun things and working it's it's really all balance but true breaks are necessary not just like half breaks yeah like I was nodding so loudly there um you just couldn't see (laughs) nodding loudly okay cool okay I'm gonna talk about my biggest unanticipated hurdle so I touched on this in one of our earlier episodes when I had bronchitis for a week and couldn't go to any of my classes so it turns out that that bronchitis was chronic um and I got two other infections later in the semester None of them were COVID, but um, I had to go to the emergency room three times total for semester. (laughs) Missed a lot of classes. Um, I guess I was shown that my immune system is pretty not good, very good. It's pretty bad. (laughs) 
Um, so that was stressful, not because I was worried that I like wouldn't be able to make it back to full health because this, this break has been great. Like I've been sleeping a lot and I feel a lot healthier now, so that's good, but it's just, um, physical health is so important, like in terms of mental health too. So feeling not my best self for three months was really hard not being able to exercise very well because of shortness of breath, stuff like that. I couldn't go out and play squash at the gym. Um, It was a lot of unprecedented things. And because I'm alone, I had to do all these things alone too, like take myself to the emergency room, deal with these doctors uh, on my own, keep track of my medications on my own. Oh my gosh. Self-isolating in a dorm is literally impossible. Like you're with hundreds and hundreds of people all the time and when you're stuck in your room you're you're literally stuck in a box with a window like it's so depressing I was not able to take two of my finals because of my illnesses so I have two incompletes now I only have two of my grades back so I missed my immunology exam because I had influenza along with my bronchitis so that was a really really fun combination (laughs) Um, and I missed my math exam because of issues with my immunity and didn't want to be in a hall with 500 people. So that really sucked. And right now I'm studying for an exam, like during break for an exam I take right when I get back on campus for my immunology one, which I missed. So it's just like, it was just really surprising that I had to deal with something that is so regular that is just getting sick. But it threw so many things off course. Like, I know that my performance in my courses was definitely hindered by that, not being able to go to office hours or, like, go go to study groups with more than five people because I'm scared I'm going to get someone sick or get sick again. It's just, it was just a lot I had to worry about. Um, but now I'm studying for an exam that I'm taking in 10 days. And then my math exam I'm taking at the end of second semester. So... We'll see how that works. But yeah, that was my biggest unanticipated hurdle for sure. Going to a new environment and then kind of eating differently and doing different things and then also being stressed all the time can lead to bad health stuff. Like I've been sick this whole break as well. Um, Mm -hmm. And it literally just hit me like right after the stress of exams. And then like you start being inside and like you don't have enough physical activity. It's really easy to fall down like this hole of bad physical and mental health it's not like what we're used to because usually in high school you have a lot more time to like take breaks and it's it's easier to kind of like move your test around and stuff but here it's like super rigid and it just keeps on going and like you have to find your place inside that schedule and block out time for yourself yeah and if you are thinking about living in dorms one very big thing like you need to prioritize your physical health because a dorm is literally an incubator. If you have a bad immune system, you will be the one that is screwed in the end. Because for me, it's not like I had gotten these illnesses from outside the dorm. No, these were all in the dorm. It's just the fact that I got hit with so many at once. I wasn't sleeping well. I wasn't eating well at some point. Like just one illness threw me back the whole semester because I wasn't taking care of my physical health wasn't being responsible around who who even had the slightest cough I should have ran the other way I don't know why what I was thinking but like yeah it's just those little things you should pay attention to and physical health is a huge factor to good mental health too so it's not it's not to nothing 
It's not just just for the gun show. It's for the it's for the brain too. Yeah, like sleep is such a big thing as well. Having good sleep just like makes your immune system so much stronger. Going outside makes your immune system stronger. So like, I personally think that going into the next term, we should both just prioritize that health factor a lot more, or else um, it might affect us in different ways throughout our whole college career. But it's it's definitely not uncommon. Like I hear about all these like sickness stories, especially coming out of this pandemic and stuff. Um, and living through this pandemic as well. It's just really, it's it's a lot more stressful being sick during this time. Um, just because like you don't know if it's COVID yeah. or not. It's mm-hmm. just concerning. But we'll yeah, get through it. I get that. Uh one issue I get with like, okay, there's there's this constant battle in my head about what is fun versus what is responsible and they almost never overlap like I know sleeping early yes that's good you won't get sick you won't have to take yourself to the emergency room but what if I just want to take a late night drive what if I want to go get junk food with my friends like it's it's not responsible but it's (laughs) this sounds so bad but these are the kinds of tough decisions you need to make in in college especially when you're living on your own because I don't have a parent that's just like no you're not you're not doing that and thankfully I have a roommate that is just as spontaneous and impulsive as I am so we don't judge each other for doing doing that kind of stuff um but yeah I need to every time I I indulge in one fun thing I definitely need to indulge in a few responsible things just to keep it balanced so that's what I need to improve on I think like just like two steps forward one step back like yeah so then you just like you're always progressing and like keeping yourself together but you you have time for fun yeah last semester was like 10 steps backward two steps forward like another 30 steps backward <laughs> and it just <laughs> went down and the then drain. I just then it just went down the drain and now I have to do two finals still um so technically, I have a 4.0 by default because only two classes are graded. Let's go. After reminiscing and bashing our experiences first semester, what, what a great time it is to bring up what we will change next semester and what we're looking forward to. So I, I can start. Uh, the courses I'm taking are Math 1B, uh, CS61A. <laughs> Actually, so screwed. Just like you're like, I can't. Oh, okay. Um, okay, sorry. Math 1B, CS61A, Chem 1B, and Theater R1A, which is my English requirement. So I'm just taking four courses this semester instead of six, uh, which I think is the responsible decision since I also want to either get into research, get a job, or just not kill myself. So, yeah. Solid decision. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you most looking forward to, in, like in terms of like academics or otherwise next term? Um, next term, I'm really excited. I know that the 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 really big laugh after saying CS sixty one A as my course may have thrown a couple people off, but I am actually genuinely excited for that course because um, although I am not a CS major. Um, computer science is very useful and I'm going to give the big spiel every STEM student has ever heard tech is the future blah 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 
cryptocurrency blockchain blah 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 uh python <laughs> oh wait no like the new thing web three. Oh my god web three can't forget about web three <laughs> yeah so it's um like we've all heard it before but i think that you only start to realize how important tech is when you start um thinking of ideas for projects that you want to do and for me, all of the projects that I have thought of or that I want to take on by myself all end up being some sort of mix of bio and CS or CS mixed with something else. Like that's just how my brain wants to do projects with computer science, whether I like it or not. So I just thought that I would finally give myself the tools to do projects like that and maybe get a minor out of it if I can. Um, but if I don't even do well in the class, worst case, I can just pass, no pass it and still get good. Um, just like still get like the learning experience, like the resources yeah. and stuff. Still get a good experience. Yeah. So that's why I, that's what I'm excited for. Awesome. Um, yeah, those those courses seem like actually really good. And, and having that CS knowledge will be really helpful in like everything you do from like research to jobs even if you're in like bio, like you're going to need it some somewhere. Um, yeah. And even if I don't need it for every position, not a lot of people have a combination of CS and bios. Yeah. So. Like in every kind of job, like you'll need to like reflect or analyze something. So like you'll need to use some sort of program to like visualize that or something. Yeah, exactly. And that's like, like such a good asset to have. Like it'll make you stand out from like all the other applicants who took the exact same courses as you. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so this term I have five courses. So the first one is just like your regular calculus two, and then I have mechanics, which is kind of like a physics mixed with like a very big focus on like physics in buildings. Um, and Ooh. then I have earth engineering, which is all about rocks and soil. <laughs> so identifying all the rocks and i thought computer science was exciting (laughs) no this is the most exciting course okay rocks and soil like imagine waking Mm -hmm. up at 8 30 a.m and they're like let's learn about soil and Mm. you're you're like you're definitely not gonna sleep during that um (laughs) then i have a course on matlab which is kind of like a programming language where you can like also visualize stuff and um, I'll be using that in like my labs, for example, analyzing soil. Like you'll need MATLAB to analyze that soil, you know? Dang, tech is the um, future. I know, right? And then <laughs> what else? I have one more course and, oh, it's circuits, all about electricity and Arduino. Um, stuff oh, like that. I've heard a lot of great things about circuits at UW. <laughs> I know. It's going to be amazing. I'm so excited so wonderful. this next term yeah. that... You have no idea. Mm-hmm. So should we just say our goodbyes now? Or <laughs> <Okay>. yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna flop on my bed and sleep because tomorrow's yeah, 8:30 yeah. a.m. Wake up. Oh yeah, tomorrow's Whoa. my first day of school. That's I can't relate. Haha, Berkeley has a month long winter break. Insane. Mm-hmm. Like when you're in Cali and you got like that month long winter break. Thanks. But, yeah. Okay. Um. All right. So we're nearing the end. This has been short yet constructive episode yes but i just wanted to give some general advice for people who applied to the u.s or or in canada uh for people who applied to the u.s uh if you applied early decision you probably heard back already and 
I know that a lot of these decisions can be disappointing. And if you feel like you deserve a place somewhere, the fact that you didn't get in does not mean that you did not deserve to get in. And the fact that you did get in does not mean that now it's smooth sailing from now. This one decision has little to no impact on what you do with your life. Uh, And just because you didn't get into MIT, I can relate to that, doesn't mean you won't get into another great school later on, like Berkeley. So glad it worked out that way. Um, And even if you don't get into another great school, it's literally not the end of the world. There is always something you can do at the school that you go to. Um, And these decisions, they you've heard this all before, doesn't have a true reflection on your character. There's so little that an admissions officer can get from a piece of paper. Who knows? Maybe maybe that essay wasn't the best reflection of you. Maybe uh, a word that your teacher used in one of your recommendation letters didn't didn't make the academic, didn't make the admissions officer feel very happy. I don't know. It could be the smallest thing that you have no control over, Just the fact that you've worked hard in high school should be enough to show that you will be successful wherever you go. Um, And it's kind of ironic hearing this from two kids that go to top schools and are doing fairly well in their programs. But if you just, (laughs) if you just truly like find what you love doing, regardless of where it is and where it is just ends up being a technicality that doesn't have a very big impact on your future. So good luck if you're hearing decisions. Congrats to people who have gotten into their schools early. For people who didn't, sucks to be those schools. And hopefully you get in somewhere that will appreciate you and will appreciate what you have to offer. Yeah, like I always like to say, it's what you bring to the table, not what other people bring to you because you're the one that's going to be applying to everything Um, like if you don't see resources at your school, create them, right? Like Marina Mm -hmm. and I can apply to the exact same job. It doesn't matter that she goes to Berkeley or I live in Canada. I mean, I mean, geographically, actually it might matter, but like, I'm just saying like (laughs) generally, if someone goes to university of Colorado Boulder, I don't know, like they could apply to the same internship or job or opportunity. Um, a lot of the things are very common between universities and some universities, might seem really great on paper, but like yeah. once you actually experience the culture, the weather, the life, like there's so much more than the hype, right? There's so much more than mm-hmm. rankings. There's a lot more exactly, to university. Yeah. Um, and so the only time know. rankings are ever brought up in college is when we like try to bash UCLA or Stanford jokingly. Like it's not even, yeah. it's not even a it's it's not a big deal when you're at Berkeley you don't think wow I'm at Berkeley Uh, my life is going to be so smooth sailing from here no you're there crying just like every single other university student in the world you're one of many when it's at these schools yeah like it's still like you'll still have to put yourself forward in every single thing you do like just because you got into Berkeley like the first day like you're not going to be handed everything to like be a successful Mm -hmm. person um like you'll have to find them and it's 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 a really big self journey. Like Rena and I, like as we told you, we were really just starting our journey, and we're trying to find balance, and we're trying to go through these unexpected hurdles. Um, but I hope that as we kind of grow, you you kind of grow with us, and you'll see a lot more tips that are just beyond 
I don't know what people say from the outside during the application Mm -hmm. process. Like if you think that once you go to college, you will still be bringing up things you've done in high school. You are literally so wrong. Like half the people I hang out with, we haven't shared like one thing we've done in, in, in high school. That's like a flex. Like we just, we're just like, Oh, one time when I was at DECA provincials, blah, blah, blah. Oh, you went to DECA provincials. Oh, cool. Like that's the only time that it really ever comes up. And I remember there was this group of people I had dinner with one time, like the first week of school. And all of us were just like, now what? Like we did so much work. School is starting in two days. Now what do we do? Like, we're just doing this whole thing over again. And that's what it is. It's really just an endless cycle of flexing things on your resume. And once you like, once you realize that everything you do, like you start to analyze the purpose of it. Like you don't think, oh, I'm about to get food at 3 a.m. Would this be good on my resume or not? No, you don't think of that at all. No, you just think of like, what would be fun? What will I remember? Because like our very first episode, Adrienne and I were talking about things you regretted in high school and it was not living in the moment as much and caring too much about what looks good on paper. Because when I think back to to high school I think of like three main memories that I took spontaneous trips with my friends now I do it all the time and I have so much fun in college because of that at the same time while I'm still working hard so what matters on paper doesn't actually matter in the big picture so live your life and be happy that sounded really corny and much easier said than done but it's true yeah, like now with like a, a lot of these kind of big events, um, never ending events around the world. Um, it's really important to like find those like little things. And that's exactly what keeps people sane. Like it's the world is just the spinning ball. What are you going to do? Right. Oh my God. I've had so many existential crises in college, just like walking down the street. And I'm just like, is this real life? Am I actually walking in the middle of the night with five people I didn't know two months ago? That's crazy. It's it's so fun. Um, But yeah, like, like, like whenever I ask Marina, like, Hey, how's Berkeley? Like she always tells me about the times of their friends like she never says oh I, you know I was in class so I got this grade or whatever make those opportunities for yourself make those yeah. fun spontaneous trips even if it's literally by yourself when yeah. I when me and my friends took a random trip to LA one weekend all of them were sleeping I was bored I literally just went out and explored the city by myself and that's one of the the, the only thing I remember from that trip <laughs> just make those opportunities for yourself it's so much more fun Yes. And with that, I think that we have concluded this episode. Happy 2022 to everyone. Um, oh my gosh, it's 2022. I know. It's insane. Um, hopefully we'll also have an episode in February. Um, if not, then that's just because something occurred again. But we will we will try our best um, and keep you updated, even if it's like kind of irregular. I'm so happy that you're that you've listened to the end of this episode. And if you have any questions or comments, you can um, just give us a DM on our Instagram page at Gallium Pod. And yeah, we'll see you next month. Yay. Bye bye. Bye.